0: You are listening to the Content Academy Podcast, where we teach online businesses how to create raving fans with their
1: content. So let's get to it. Hello and welcome along to episode 47 of the Content Academy Podcast. I am joined by Philip McGrath, and today we are talking to Josh from The Creators Project. What's Phil, up, it? How's it going? You well?
0: Yeah, well, I say yeah. I've
1: got a bit of man flu. Bit of man flu, that's what going to the gym will do to you, you know, too much gym time man flu. I don't
0: know about that, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm a little bit under the weather today, as I'm sure some of our regular listeners will be able to tell by my voice, uh, because I sound very nasally, but uh, listen, I'll survive, uh, didn't want to miss this one, we're looking forward to speaking to Josh from the Creators Project to hear about what he's up to. um, And some interesting stuff, Paul, obviously, uh, I suppose for those people who don't know as of yet, and they will by the end of it. The creators project is a uh, an incubator for startups and existing businesses based uh, here in Ireland, but uh, certainly it's one that i think a lot of people will get some value from
1: yeah well i mean uh, yes if you are in ireland you can actually apply to to get onto the creators project get some funding and get some support but i mean there are incubator incubation projects global it's a pretty normal thing and what i think you will find from this episode is what are people who are making decisions and letting people into incubators what are they looking for um Josh makes that really gets into that side of things which I think is very beneficial and whether you're actually going to get funding or not it might help you take a look at your own business and realize am I doing these things am I hungry enough you know am I ticking all these boxes because ultimately you know to be successful to get onto an incubation project uh, you need to be ticking those boxes but equally they apply even if you're look if you're not looking for funding so a very valuable episode for everyone possibly more valuable uh, if you are in ireland with an online or offline business and interested in bringing it to the next level
0: yeah absolutely i think uh if we were to say any more than that paul we would be giving away some of the uh, the best bits so we will uh wrap it up there and uh, well, next up is josh and we'll chat to you at the end of the interview you're listening to the content academy podcast yes so as i said we have josh on the line from the creators josh how are you doing great to be here guys and thanks very much for having me not at all thanks very much for coming on to the show i suppose before we kick on into it and tell everybody about what you're up to at the moment you might give us a bit of background on yourself so kind of where you started off and what has led you to where you are at the moment
2: yeah, well, um, I suppose I've already ha- i have always had the entrepreneurial want or need, and in, in—in you know, it's in my blood. It's in my DNA, and I suppose that's really where the, the greatest project has stemmed out of. But uh, I have an ad agency background, so when I, um, I did my masters in marketing, and I got the opportunity to jump into or uh, uh, work with O2 for a short period of time, and then jumped into their ad agency called Brando, where we worked on a variety of uh, digital-led uh, projects and. and and. And I suppose that really uh, fueled my passion to to create and uh, and uh, and to work on projects, diverse range of products. And um, but uh, uh, I suppose from there uh, I I was spent about just under a year in the agency, and I, you know, you talk about it was about uh, the height of the the downturn, and uh, people said, oh, you must be crazy, you want to start a business, and what are you doing? you know, they talk about timing from a, an entrepreneur's perspective, it's never really the right time, you just got to go and do, and that's what I did, And uh, so I left the, uh, what would be perceived as a relatively se- secure job and I started uh, my first uh, business, which actually was a social enterprise, that was a couple of years, um, uh, you know, you do the entrepreneurial thing where you move back home, you, 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 you kind of, you're, you're bootstrapping and yeah, uh, yeah. do what you can to survive. And, and, uh, um, and then from there, I, I, you know, it lasted two years. It was uh, multi award winning on a national and local level. Uh, it didn't survive, and I believe there's no such thing as failure. I think it's just learning. And um, you, know, you know, I wouldn't regret it for one thing. And. That social enterprise was called My Street, and the whole idea around that was to give, uh, try and put the spotlight on independent retailers, you know, the backbone, which are the backbone of our, our small businesses, you know, the backbone of our economy. And I wanted to make sure that, you know, there was something there to try and help them survive through the worst economic period in recent history for them um then anyway from that i went on to uh, consultancy of i suppose continue my passion for marketing and helping small businesses on an individual basis um solve their specific issues um uh, again with an emphasis on digital marketing and sort of uh, you know introducing them to the power of online Um, I then got the opportunity and got involved in um, local level and community, so got involved very much in the Chamber of Commerce and worked my way up as a director of the Chamber, president of the local um, little town and then also as a county president. Um, further on from that, I'm the director also of Wicklow Enterprise Park, um, which just celebrated its 21-year uh, birthday, 21st birthday, uh, supported by 790 full-time jobs throughout that time. I'm also director of Wicklow's Dark Jail, which is uh, for, from a Wicklow town perspective, that is a huge draw of tourists. Just achieved about 40,000 uh, visitors uh, this year on the back of a quarter of a million investment in, in terms of the interpretive experience and then in terms of you know my new chapter I view that I'm only beginning I had the opportunity to take over um, a struggling uh, print design business and, and it's just celebrated the 12month anniversary and you know we're, we're, we're working hard to turn that around we've introduced a digital arm called Ingo Company. And, uh, we've just, uh, welcomed to the family, um, uh, a, a local news site called LittleNews.net, which will reach about a million unique readers by the end of this year. Um, and so that, that's sort of been the, the, the I suppose you'd say the past, the path less traveled and, and, um, you know, it's been one hell of a journey, but, um, all of that is culminated in what is the Creators Project. Um, so, uh, that's, that's really my, my overview of my history, my background and, uh, Um, Brilliant. Starting out.
1: Sorry. I mean, there's certainly been a a lot of uh, ups and downs uh, along the way by the sounds of it, which, uh, (laughs) as as you say, is is very valuable from you know a a learning perspective. Yeah. Um. But as regards the creators project and what you're at at the moment, um, I mean, what exactly is that? It's an incubation hub.
2: For sure, and um, you know, we, it, it basic basically, uh, you know, I it came out of the, the 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 need for to help entrepreneurs. Um, you know, throughout my experience, I've said to you, like the chamber, I you know, I meet regularly people starting out or looking to start out. Uh, We're close to with the local enterprise office, we have good contacts with banks, but not everybody ticks those boxes. And certainly, when I was starting out in my first business, I didn't and yeah you know, we, we sort of completed the puzzle here um, in the group of businesses and uh, um, so we have let's say let's which is a print and design business we have in good company which is a focus on which is a digital agency stems right from my background and then we've got with news which is a, a media outlet uh, which is significant following and so the idea came about where well, what if we pool these resources together and created a program to offer to not only pre and early stage startups, but also established business people. You know, entrepreneurship is a very lonely place, and we all have our own battles and you know, trials and tribulations. As somebody said to me, but uh, you know, this is a, something quite new. I believe to be quite innovative, and the Acridis project is essentially an incubator where we are going to invite on four entrepreneurs over the course of a four months period. We take them from zero. To, let's say hero or certainly close to in terms of uh, over that four month period we're going to bring the might of the, the resources behind the three companies that collaboratively, collaboratively are behind it and so for instance if you're a startup coming to the greatest project and you need help on design or a brand identity or product packaging or you want to create a prototype we have the resource in the house to to help you and um, if you're looking for help with a digital strategy a content strategy and um, if you don't if you get no answer at the content academy give us a call and looking good company so um and then on Wicklow news as well we have that audience where we want to introduce and uh, uh, track the journey of these entrepreneurs. And it's also a great test bed for what they're doing. Um, and I suppose that's very much focused their supports on, uh, um, on pre and early stage startups. But for established businesses, you know, we, we've had people contacting us already who've been up and running. Um, they have an established business, they're generating revenue, but they're on their own. It's a lonely place, uh, and, or they find themselves in a lonely place and looking for help to take them onto that next step. And that's what the incubator is all about. So it's not a traditional incubator. Um, um, and they don't necessarily have to be in, you know, we, we provide office space as part of the package warehousing. They can pick and choose what they want. And it's a tailored approach. Um, so that's essentially in a
1: nutshell. Uh, excellent. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, they all run very differently. I mean, some of them force you to, you know, to sign into contracts and to, I suppose, um, you know, you have to use so much internal resource or mentorship, whether you want it or not, I guess. And, um, so I suppose to take it or leave it, it makes uh, it makes sense, uh, considering that ultimately the guys much wanted to be a success uh, yeah. and for obvious reasons. Um, when people are pulling together um, the likes of, say, you know, they're looking to get started and they're maybe looking to come into, you know, uh, an incubator or, or whatever it may be and what what are the key pillars do you think people need to have in place to actually start building and growing a, a business, be it an online business or some or anything else?
2: Yeah, for sure. Well, look, I, I think, you know, I'm a lot of entrepreneurs or, and I suppose, you know, reading your last post there about Gary Vee, I'm an avid follower of Gary Vaynerchuk, I think he's brilliant. Um. I think you know wanna be entrepreneurs. There's a lot of people out there talking the talk, but it's very different delivering. You know, uh, talking and then versus delivering, and I, I think you know talk, you look at the makeup of that person. Well, there needs to be a, a hunger there, a hunger to uh, uh, follow through, no matter what adversity that stands in the way. <laughs> But hunger there, if it's there, you know, likelihood is you can get around any challenge that comes your way. Um, from that, I think necessarily they, they, they need to have uh, uh, an aptitude for what they're doing. So, for instance, if it's a tech-oriented project, well, then if they're on their own, well, you know, usually I would look for somebody who has a, a background or experience in, in, in that space or indeed a partnership uh, 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 there and then they've got to have um they've got to invest some of their own you know uh, uh money into the project as well it's, it's too easy just to come along and yeah expert, they must have some skin uh, in the game, skin that's, in the game. that's exactly yeah,
0: yeah and that's that's a big thing you know i think i think for anybody um if you're looking to get help in and you, or if you're looking to help people out and you kind of say well what have you put in and if they're not willing to put their own in how how well behind this are they
2: yeah, for sure. And that's why with the with the, the Creators Project, there is a kickback. So they don't pay anything over the four-month period. But what we do ask is that we do take an equity stake. And that's sort of to, um, you know, to separate the men from the, from, from the boys and make them realize that, yes, we're going to bring an awful lot to the table to help them uh, get where they want to be, the entrepreneur that is. But ultimately, the entrepreneur needs to drive it. We're here to support them in their endeavors. Um, so like the, the kickback really is designed to uh, within three years that they get 100% ownership back of their business. So uh, very briefly, uh, we, we ask for uh, 15% equity of their business and we ask them that they pay 6,000 over the course of a 24 month period. Once the 6,000 is back, bear in mind we'll be investing far more than that in the resource behind in terms of on the program and after they graduate the program. Um, their, our equity stake reduces from 15 to 7.5 percent, so that's a reward in itself. And then from there, uh, year three, in terms of the milestone, we give them the opportunity to to take back complete ownership of their business. So, you know, they don't get every. You know, well, my opinion is that if people are offered something for nothing, they don't really value it. And whereas if you know, you talk about skin in the game, this is the skin in the game. We're prepared to, you know, do whatever it takes to support the entrepreneur. But end, yeah, there's a kickback as well. Um, yeah. And the funds, by the way, do, the funds will go into a central pot, which will be used to directly um, invest in, in projects moving forward. So it's sort of a pay forward type of system.
1: Well, that all makes a, a lot of sense and sounds very exciting. I suppose for people who may be listening to the podcast, they're probably a little bit invested in the online side of things, uh, probably more so than anything else, sure. um, or looking to get help for, with that aspect. Um, was your experience, Josh? I mean, what kind of um, support or help would you be, uh, you know, offering or advising people uh, with the Creators Project?
2: Yeah, so, um, you know, the Ingo company is the name of our, our digital arm. Um, we've only brought it to Marcus and, uh, uh, well, I was only in the last uh, four months, really. Um, so in terms of the typical process that we work with our existing clients, um, we tend to, uh, look at their, uh, digital or footprint. And, uh, so for instance, looking at their website as the, the heartbeat to that. And, you know, some silly things like the, you know, the, the user experience, people getting from A to B to C, uh, in a very short period of time, making sure that they don't fall through the gaps. And um, so, you know, in terms of, you know, I suppose you call it maybe an order that we undertake undertake and we provide recommendations on how to improve um, their, 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 their website. And um, then in terms of social, as you guys well know, you know, social as a driver is, is, is paramount and then the content associated with that and, you know, coming up with the create, the creative side of that with campaign ideas and making sure that the funnels are, uh, the sales funnels are, are, are tight. And then, you know, again, looking back to your, um, your, uh, I think a previous podcast, but, you know, uh, content upgrades, you know, what do you provide and, and you know the value of what you're providing and you know obviously if you get hits you want people to come back (laughs) as well. Yeah, well, um, yeah. lots of time, you know. so um you know there's there's the broad range that we can help with. We also have um uh te- members of the team who like work on email marketing and um and uh, video production we don't do in house but we do call on people depending on the, the brief as well that we, 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 we we've worked with before and um so there's a there's a range of skill sets there. So essentially uh, whatever we don't have in house we have the contacts there to bring it in to support uh, intimately the entrepreneur on their journey
1: yeah
0: excellent. That's...
1: That's, sorry, that's sorry good sorry paul to cut across you no I'm sorry we're just talking at the same time you know? <laughs> yeah and <laughs> <laughs> um, no i mean that's excellent and here's a question for
0: you, and it's something that i know has been a problem over the last couple of years uh more so here in ireland than than anywhere else that I uh, that i know of but for a lot of online businesses looking to get off the ground and going to some of the enterprise boards and banks mm. and everything else they don't they well i said they don't they didn't seem to really get it do you think that landscape has changed now that they're starting to come around to the idea of a, an online in, in, in location independent business
2: yeah um i i, I think um uh, I give you an example. When I started with My Street, the part of the, the what we were trying to do is get independent businesses online. A lot of them at that particular time weren't um didn't even have a Facebook page. That's certainly changed um in terms of business people recognize uh uh the importance of having an online presence. Now flip the flip the flip the side there with the talks about the local enterprise office. They have what's called this technical assistance grant, which if um uh, and they run regular seminars on various aspects to online, um, whether it be in terms of you know, how to get more of your Facebook page, whether it be Instagram or, or, you know, looking at, the you know, even doing a simple website audit it yourself. Um, that has been a great value to a lot of businesses. Um, I know in Wicklow, and I do, I think I do believe that uh, other local enterprise offices around the country, I'd imagine, run the same thing. So I think a technical assistant grant is up to two and a half thousand. Um, but it's matched, so I have to put two and a half thousand in. But uh, it's not only used to can be used for um, developing a website, it can also be used for social media marketing um, and collateral as well. So uh, I think that's been great. I think there's talk of that, of, of cutting it. I think that would be a huge shame. You know, I think it's one of the stats the guys are saying to me like 6.5 billion euros was spent last year online, only 23% of Irish SMEs. Um, Are actually engaged in e-commerce so there's the potential there
0: yeah and i was just curious to get your get your take on and i know over the years from speaking to people um around the country that they've had issues when going to the local enterprise boards and such on that they don't quite seem to understand what they're trying to achieve Um, well you know thankfully that seems to be changing
2: i think it is but i I think you know uh, um i have to say the local enterprise office we have here in Wicklow is very proactive um I think you know i'm judging even from my own experience and going through the process and helping other people go through the process it's a different way of talking you know in terms of the, it's a, it's a lot of paperwork very bureaucratic and i think they've really tried to um especially with the local enterprise office and you know drawing down grants they've tried to improve upon that and yeah. um, i think on the bank side um look uh uh I think, you know, business ultimately is about people and relationships and track records. And I think if you, if you can um, have a relationship there with a bank manager, that's half the battle, you know, and they'll go whatever they can out of the way for you. I know that's in terms of our own experience. And I suppose really the the creators project is that, you know, we can go directly to the bank manager, whereas if you go going on yourselves, you, you hit the reception and, you know, you might you not get the gatekeepers. Stoppers. The gatekeepers exactly. So that's that, uh, another value that we can add to
0: it. Yeah, and um, so the creators' projects will run over four months. Am I right? Yes. That's so what if I can be uh, a pragmatist, I suppose, or a realistic, uh, what sure. can we honestly expect people to achieve in four months?
2: Well, I think it has to be very specific. So, um, for instance, uh, one particular instance um, we tend to talking with the people who will likely go onto the project is what's their, what's their, you know, their problem, what's the priority problem that they have. One instance, for example, is that um, in terms of uh, its structure, simply it's about structure. It's, the, the, it's a sole a trader and they're looking for um, that sort of I suppose trying to think of a different way that kick in the arse to make sure that, you know, uh, targets are achieved and.
0: Um, so an, an accountability partner, yeah, it. that's a better way of putting it.
2: Right, accountability, and um, you know, so we, we, we take that that particular need, and um, like for instance, it could be something as simple as writing a, a, a business plan. Um, now a business plan, you think, oh, there's, there's there's probably thousands of templates online. I'm sure you've seen your fair few, um, but you know, <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to ask the question: Is that well, wh- who's the business plan for? You know, if I'm writing a business plan, and it's for me, I will not go any further than a page. And it'll just be key bullet points. If I'm writing it for a bank, probably about 45 to 50 pages with, you know, uh, uh, significant detail. So asking, it's about asking the right questions and, and really getting to the bottom of the problem and whatever the, that's why I think with the flexibility here, you know, we're coming into a first intake, but you know, that's the way I think that what's best for the entrepreneur is really, is that customizable approach to helping them achieve whatever the most pressing issue is in their business at that particular point in time. Now, you know, they're not going to, there's no point in running before they can walk. So you know we, wanna, we want to work with them beyond the, the four uh, month program. They can still tap into the resource of the, the businesses there and the mentoring, but um, I believe it needs to be around uh, um, you know, their specific need and, um, you know, uh, and working with them towards achieving that or at least getting them on the right track to achieving within the four month period.
0: Excellent, yeah, I mean, I was just out of curiosity, um, Listen, we know ourselves four months. It doesn't sound like a long time, but when you really put the head down and get to it, you can achieve quite a lot. Um, yeah. So I'm just curious to see as to, you know, what the expectations might be then going forward for the companies. I mean, if they're coming to you, um, fledgling, I suppose that how mm-hmm. far do you realistically think you can take them in four months? But again, that's dependent on each business and and what the, what their major pain pain points are and the problems mm-hmm. that they're having at that point in time in their business. Um, but it's just I know I know our listeners, and that would have been certainly a question they were looking to ask Paul. I sure. think.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, there's a lot of there's a lot of different areas to go down. I really like the way you've organised things. You've a couple of businesses together, so you know there's there's some resources available. You've got a, a local media outlet, um, you know, local uh, government support or some sort of support there. So there's there's a lot going on. So it's very exciting to hear that there's such a, such a hub uh, of. Um, I suppose activity uh, development down in Wicklow. Um, I suppose a general question. I assume that this is probably open to people from from all over the country and further afield. That you wouldn't necessarily have to have a, a Wicklow postcode to to take advantage.
2: No, not not at all. This this is this is open for everybody. Uh, if you know, um, you know, we're, we're. I suppose you know on our marketing material, we're only really getting going. And to be honest, with what we've put up on our, it's actually just through my own Facebook page. Um, and uh, we have enough already to fill the first intake. That's the demand out there. It's, it's Oh, wow, brilliant. So, um, the, and we've also, by the way, referred uh, projects who are at advanced stages in terms of startup that have funding, that have uh, a prototype. Um, to, uh, the local authorities in terms of their, uh, priming grants and, and feasibility studies and such. So that's, that's the benefit of even one conversation. You know, I, I, I'm never the optimist here. Um, I think, you know, one contact, one, one meeting, one conversation with somebody could really, one spark could really change the game for you. And, um, I think that uh, the creators project, when I was starting out, you know, I would have jumped at. This to to get involved with. I you know I'm I don't have a, I'm not from a rich background. I don't have rich parents. i what I've I've achieved today is what I've worked for. Um, you know I I know what it takes, and you know they're the type of people that I want to help through the greatest project. Um, that's the type of team that I'm trying to create here. uh you know it's very much people focused, people led, and I think ultimately that's what business is about.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, look, it's a very admirable goal. Uh, I think everyone will agree with that. I um, know we're coming towards the end uh, of the podcast. Uh, Phil, have you any, any more questions you'd like to ask Yeah, well, Josh? I
0: mean, I suppose for those people who are thinking, uh, listening to this, that it's something that they'd like to throw their hat in the ring for, I know you said you, you could already fill the, the, the force intake, but I assume even at that you would, you would certainly be looking for more further down the road. Of course um, so. What do people need to have in place before they approach? Look, I mean, I,
2: I, I, the commitment that I've given is that I will meet everybody. Um, so the, the application process essentially it's just through the website, of the creatorsproject.ie. I will meet the entrepreneur. Um, they need to have some sort of plan of attack. If it's an early stage startup or, or just an idea, they need to flesh it out. Um, they need to um, have a, 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 a somewhat of a business plan in place you know, that they've shown that they've thought it through that they're serious, that they're willing to commit. Um, if it's an established business, well, you know, uh, certainly, um, I know there's a local business here that's uh, sort of reached out to us and, um, they're in fruit and veg, they've been established for a few years. They're looking to change things. And, um, you know, it's a case by case basis. Um, but you know, going back to those things, the question that you asked me, what's the makeup of somebody? Well, we look for the, you know, the skin in the game, the hunger, you know, the the, the want that they want to make it happen and the knowledge base as well associated with the project. And um, they're the three, ultimately the three things I look for within um, the entrepreneur. And, um, you know, if they serve those three things, there's every chance that they will get on and, uh, you know,
0: we'll do whatever we can to help them. Excellent stuff. I have one question, just that I ask all of our guests, and I know this hasn't been our traditional type of interview that we normally do here on the show. But I'm going to ask you anyway, given your varied and colorful background. (laughs) Okay,
2: far (laughs) ahead, fellas, far ahead.
0: It's just one. I'm looking for one thing. Um, What is the one thing that you wish you knew um, starting out that you've learned over the years?
2: There's many. um, uh, uh, be, Be patient. Be patient. I'm 31 now. I started young. Uh, I was going to take on the world. I tried my best. Uh, I wasn't afraid. Um, uh, uh another one comes to mind is, 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 confidence. I suppose in an entrepreneurial journey, you need to have confidence in yourself. Um, I think that's important. I think early on I shied away and, you know, through my experience that is, that is, you know, I've just increased in confidence and, um, you know, and the value that I can deliver to my clients. Um, I know what I bring to the table. Um, but also I think patience is a very important thing. You, know, you guys know yourself when, when you're, you know, you're working on something that you have real passion for that you're willing to put in the hours that, you know, the unseen hours people think, you know, looking at the award that you guys might've won, they think it, oh, geez, you know, an overnight success, but we both know, that it takes hours and days and weeks of hard work and be patient with yourself, be true to yourself and, you know, uh, believe in the goal, believe you can deliver and you will. Um, and I think that, uh, uh I suppose one way thing to start out to, to finish off with is to say that, you know, there's a quote that comes to mind and I love these quotes as motivation. You've got to get them from everywhere you can as an entrepreneur is uh, that they say the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing just start just get going. just just begin just do it and everything else will fall into place i know that's a bit more than one thing but that's my experience
0: <laughs> now listen i'll take that all day long hopefully there's something there folks you can take from that josh it's been an absolute pleasure yeah. having you on Love the show to talk to you guys thank you so um, much and i suppose before we let you off the line for anyone who is listening to this now and decides they want to reach out and uh, and get in touch where can they do so sure so
2: through the the uh online through the website so it's www.thecreatorsproject.ie or call me 086 6557 i'd be happy to talk to anybody meet for your coffee no problem at all um you know i'd be happy to help
0: excellent stuff we'll make sure to have all of that in today's show notes as i said josh it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show thank yeah, you very you. much and we wish you and indeed your uh incumbent uh all the success in the future.
2: Philip Paul, uh, it was a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks so much and
0: you were listening to the Content Academy podcast.
1: And that was Josh from the Creators Project. Very very insightful Phil. If you are looking for investment, you need to have some skin in the game. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, listen, it's something we've spoken about before. Um it's come up a couple of times on the show and I'm very much an advocate of that. You know, you've got to have skin in the game. And if you give away something for free, people's perceived value of it is less, even though it could be the best thing in the world. So the fact that they uh, are making people or asking people to have skin in the game, I think is uh, invaluable not only to to them but also for the people who want to get into the incubator because i think you're going to work your butt off to get it done yeah i do i
1: do think it's funny that people actually even expect to get into to such things or to have banks invest so large sums of money in their businesses without putting something in themselves but that that's not a no-brainer for that's not completely obvious to everyone so sadly it does need to be mentioned yeah. um social is the driver but your content is paramount that was something josh shared uh in passing more than anything else but i did it did resonate and i i think it kind of underlines a lot of the principles that that we uh, like to emphasize here at content academy
0: yeah listen absolutely you've got to be able to drive to drive your business forward and promote it, and whether that's social, um, or whatever platform you choose to do that, even if it's traditional print media, but the content is, is is paramount, as Josh rightly pointed out, and that's certainly what we're all about. I also thought, Paul, it was very interesting, um, from Josh's point of view when I asked him uh, about what he was looking for and what types of uh, of businesses could be going in and obviously we spoke about the people he was more focused on the person behind the business that they had not had the drive and the determination the skin of the game as you said and that it was well thought out but one point that actually caught my attention more than any of that was when i spoke to him about what he expected to achieve over the four months and he kind of said well we'll look at what their biggest problem is and what they're struggling with at this specific moment in time and we will aim to solve that problem and it got me thinking I wonder how many of you out there listening know what your one big problem in your business is.
1: That's a, that's a great shout. Let's take it one step further. If somebody does know what their one big problem is, email into paul at content.academy and we will discuss the answer it on the show maybe or at the very least, I'll definitely pen a reply. That's a great question, isn't it? What, what is our one struggle or what is our yeah. biggest challenge today? that's that's what
0: I was thinking if if you were to go into the the creators project and you you sit down with Josh and his team and they say right what's your what's your one big pain point or your frustration or your problem that you're having in your business at the moment would you be able to put your finger on it would you be able to categorically state this is my biggest problem or here's where my biggest struggle is and this is what I need to fix or I need help with I'm not so sure many people will so certainly as Paul said if you know what it is Drop Paul an email and uh, we'll be interested to see some of the replies.
1: Yeah, and one conversation can change the game for you. Never a, a truer word has been spoken, really, yeah, because... We know that
0: better than most, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, just chance conversations here and there just develop into any any sort and, and lots of business opportunities. So, like that, and again, get out and talk to people. So, that that's always cool. Um, I suppose the final point, which... Um, was mentioned by josh was quite simple be be patient and confident in yourself and for i suppose guys and maybe this applies more to the younger lads in, in their 20s that can actually sometimes be a challenge that that needs to be overcome so you need to work on that. And I, I suppose developing that one stage further, if you suffer, if you're low in confidence, I mean, that's something that you need to work on. Even just going to the gym maybe once or twice a week and, and getting a little bit fitter, that can subconsciously really multiply your confidence account uh, by a factor of, of 100 even. So, uh, and the other thing is, is being patient. I mean, that that's, uh, again, sadly, there is no overnight successes in business or in online business too much. You can have, you know, people who've worked very, very hard and it appears an overnight success. And I I believe Conor McGregor uh, summed it up, you know, I'm a a massive fan of him, as are you, Phil. Uh Um, And he says when he he knocked out Jose Aldo, that was not, uh, you know, a 13 seconds uh overnight success that was the culmination uh, of 10 to 15 years hard work for yeah. those 13 seconds of excellence so again patience is, is always going to be key but very enjoyable um i'm glad that we had josh on and i'll certainly be be interested to find out more about the creators uh, project that is in the show notes which is content.academy forward slash episode 47 um. Well, anything else you'd like to add there Phil
0: no I'm off to get me some uh, Night Norse and uh, get rid of this cold that I have and uh, we'll chat to you again next time folks